Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is to see everyone attend church and hear from God daily through His Word. The Bible reveals God's responses to various situations, and through daily devotions, we can reshape our thought patterns, transform our minds, and become more Christ-like. Join us here every Monday through Friday as different pastors and leaders from Fusion Church provide insightful devotions and teachings based on the day's scripture. For the current SOAP reading plan, visit fusionchurch.cc SOAP and join us as we deepen our understanding and relationship with God. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Fusion Church. All right, all right. Yeah, it's been two weeks since I have been on the air, you know, but, you know, I'm here today, you know, God is good. We are in First Chronicles 14 this morning. Uh, let's begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this day that you have given us. I thank you, Father God, for everyone that is watching and listening. I pray that you will speak to us this morning. Let it be you and not us. Touch the hearts, Father God. And I just thank you, Father God, for the victory that we already have in Christ Jesus Amen and amen. All right, stretch if you need to. All righty. Uh, first Corinthians, first Chronicles 14. All right, my lovely Sanders will be reading. Okay, good morning. I am in the uh study Bible, uh NIV version, first chron yeah, excuse me, first chronicles chapter 14, starting with verse one. It says now Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David along with cedar logs, stone masons, and carpenters to build a palace for him. And David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel and that his kingdom had been highly exalted for the sake of his people, Israel. In Jerusalem, David took more wives and became the father of more sons and daughters. These are the names of the children born to him there, Shemua. Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ebar, Elishua, Eliphalet, Noga, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Billy, Liada, and Aliphalet. Okay. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, they went up in full force to search for him. But David heard about it and went out to meet them. Now the Philistines had come and raided the valley of Repham. So David inquired of God, shall I go back or excuse me, shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? The Lord answered him, go and I will hand them over to you. So David and his men went up to Baal Perazim and there he defeated them. He said, as waters break out, God has broken out against my enemies by my hand. So that place was called Baal-Berazim. The Philistines had abandoned their gods there, and David gave orders to burn them in the fire. Once more, the Philistines raided the valley, so David inquired of, of God again, and God answered him, Do not go straight up, but circle around them and attack them in front of the balsam trees. As soon as you hear the sound of the marching in the tops of the balsam trees, move out to battle because that will mean God has gone in front of you to strike the Philistine army. So David did as God commanded, and they were struck down the Philistine army all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. 
So David's fame spread throughout every land, and the Lord made all the nations fear him. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. You know, this this little uh, uh, chapter, you know, uh, in 1 Chronicles 14, you know, it speaks about a lot about what God would do through us, you know, and, and especially to David. You know, see, the Lord will always make a way to fulfill the calling in our lives. You know, if he has called you, he will he will prepare you. And here we can see the the favor that that the Lord gave David uh, with this with this king, you know, because it, it starts off. It starts off now. Harem king of try send messages to David along with cedar logs, uh, stone masons and carpenters. This is also found in Second Samuel uh, five eleven. You know, uh, but here, you know, the the, the favor that this individual, uh, you know, had for David, you know, that he's sending, he's sending his people over there. He's sending his people. He's sending the the, the craftsmen, you know, and the logs, you know, to to help build the house, to help build the palace for David, you know. And then and then he goes, and and along with that, in Hebrews also, Hebrews thirteen twenty to twenty one, you know, again, the Lord is is showing us that that. If he has called us, you know, he will prepare us. He will prepare us. And it says, and it says in, in verse two, so David knew that the Lord had established him, you know, as king over Israel, that he was highly exalted. So David recognized his position, you know, and, and being that he recognized his position, you know, it goes right into, right into this particular portion. It says, then David took more wives. Hmm? Like one wife is not enough, you know? But David took more wives, you know, and then he says, and David begot more sons and daughters, you know, and then the next couple of verses, you know, he goes to name all the, all the, all the kids that he had to include Solomon, you know, but, you know, more doesn't mean better. Okay. More doesn't mean better. You know, you know, we need to make sure that, 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 that we don't go beyond our means, you know, because nowhere that the, that the Lord is telling David to have more wives, but David lived in a different time, you know, and some of the things that he did were not really God-ordained, all right? Let's get that perfectly clear. One is enough, okay? One is enough, you know? So, but that was, that was what David did, you know? And, and and David was after God's own heart, so, you know, God, God had forgiven him, you know? But then he goes, he goes to naming all the kids, you know, and, and right here in verse eight, it says, when the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, all the Philistines went out to search for David. So so when they heard that he that he was king, you know, I said, we got to we got to stop this. We got to stop this man, this man, you know, at, at they called David. And look what it says, you know, that when they went searching for him and David heard very important, David heard and David went up against them sometimes. Sometimes we cannot wait for the enemy to attack us. Sometimes we need to prepare ourselves, like always prepare ourselves and be ready to, to attack him instead. You know, we're ready to be there. Yeah, and how do we do that? By prayer, by fasting, by going before the Lord, you know, because we need to be ready. In, in, in war, you don't wait to get attacked before you get ready. We get ready before we are there we're preparing we're making our way you know we're we're training you know we, we're just doing all the all the stuff necessary so when the time the time comes 
You know, you got to grab your back and go. Got to grab your back and go. So that's what we need to do. And it says there that in verse nine, then the Philistines went and made a raid of the valley of Reham. You know, and this particular valley, you know, was south of Jerusalem. It, it was a, a, a not, not neutral path, you know, to the capital city. But it also made a good place for an army to to lock themselves in, you know. And then with all this stuff going on, this is most of this is important right here. It says in verse ten, and David inquired of God. David inquired of God, saying, "Shall I go against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands?" The Lord said to him, "Go up, for I will deliver them into your hands." David inquired of the Lord. This is something that, that Saul didn't do. You know, when Saul was king, he did think things on his, on his own, and that cost him dearly. You know, that cost him a disaster. You know, so before this goes for us, before you know, we make any big decisions, you know, we should seek the Lord's will for us. If God is for us, who can be against us? That's in Romans 8:31. So God will make a way, but we need to make sure that we seek his will. Let it be his will. That's what David was doing. He inquired of the Lord. You know, so they, so it says in verse 10, so they went up to Bel, Parazon, and David defeated them there. David defeated them there. Why? He got permission from God. You know, he saw God's wisdom, and it says that David defeat him. David said, God has broken through the enemy by my hand. In other words, God used my hand, you know, at the, like 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 a hand breaking through water. So they made it simple. You know how you take your hand and you splash it on water? That's the way, you know, that David was able to conquer them, you know, and that, and that just got me to thinking, you know, because here, you know, David inquired, number one, David inquired of the Lord. David heard from the Lord. Number two, David, after he heard, he went out against them. And then what happened? And then David defeated the enemy. So these were all actions that David took. But the first thing that he did, that now this is the key, the first thing that he did, he inquired of the Lord. He, he sought the Lord. He sought the Lord. He sought the Lord. You know, and, and it, says, it says that, and when they left, you know, in verse 12, it says, and when they left their gods, David gave the commandment that they all should be burned. So the Philistines, you know, they were, they, they were defeated. And guess what? All the gods that they took for protection, because that's why they take the gods with them, the little, the little G gods. They take them so that they could be protected, so they can so they can be covered. And guess what? They leave them all behind. They figure out, ah, oh, this is this this ain't working. This ain't working. So they have a God, they must have old gods all over the place. All, all over the place, laying down, laying down there. Because those gods weren't gonna do anything. You know, you know, so the the Philistines, you know, they were rotted, they were beaten, they were defeated, you know, and they left their gods behind. You know, it's a good thing that we have a God that's always with us, you know, because he lives inside of us. That no matter where we go, you don't go alone. No matter where you go. You know, he's always with you and he talks to you and he whispers in your in your in your soul and, and he talks to you and he says, it's going to be OK. I got you. I got you. That's what the Lord is saying. You know, another another thing about this, you know, other kings that, that when they defeated the enemy, 
and they have found these little gods lying around. Sometimes they will uh, desecrate them. Sometimes they will destroy them. Sometimes they will take they will take them upon themselves so they can have more God, thinking that they can receive something. You know, and it, which for me is kind of dumb because they didn't do the Philistines any good. Why am I going to take this God with me? You know, but that's the way people think sometimes. You know, but David, he didn't play the game. He's, he made a command, have them burn. You know, all these things that the enemy has left behind, you know, you got to burn them. You cannot take them home with you. You know, you got to leave them behind, you know. And then, then it goes into 13. And again, look at it says, and the Philistines once again made a raid of the valley. They didn't learn the first time, okay? They, they, they didn't learn the, you know, they left the gods behind, you know, so they're minus one now. So now they, they, they're going to raid again. That's the way the enemy works. The enemy is always, always looking for a way to destroy us, always looking for a way to destroy our home. This shows that even though he's defeated, you know, he's still going to do an attack. He's, and that's why we need to be ready. That's why we need to prepare ourselves. That's why we need to be ready. So when something happens, something comes our way, we are ready. And that's found also in 2 Timothy 4, 2 to 5, you know, that, you know, that we need to be ready in season and out of season. You know, just because things are going great, that doesn't mean that you let your guard down. That's when you have to have your guard up. Because if you're looking, if everything is going great, a lot of people, you know, they, they you know, they might not go to church as often. They might not read the Bible as often because everything is good. But guess what? Be careful. Be careful. That should be the warning signs that I better be ready. So when something happens, I do not fall, but I can stand, you know. And it says in verse 14, a beautiful thing again. It says, it says, David inquired of God again, again. Oh, that, 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 that for me, that for me is this whole chapter. Is that even though it has a, a whole bunch of things that it's sharing with us, but it's the importance of inquiring of God is to spend that time with God and to seek his presence and to seek his direction. You know, I wasn't here Friday. You know, because I was away. I was away. I, I, I went away and to, so I can spend some time with God. They kicked me out of the house. You know, my wife says, you got to go. You need some time off. And guess what? Don't say anything. Don't say anything. But my daughter, you know, Sandra, you know, she kind of pushed me along too. She said, you got to go. You got to go. You know, and I said, okay, okay, okay. All right. I give up. I give up. So I, so I went. So, and I spent some time with the Lord, man. Uh, and, and pretty much when I was reading this, it, say, it says, uh, David inquired. So guess what? Papa Hernandez was inquiring of the Lord. You know, a time of rest, a time of seeking him. And woo, he blew my mind. Because if you seek, you shall find. If you knock, it shall be opened unto you. I did all and all that. I was in so much, I was in so much uh, uh, leaking from my eyes that weekend. Oh, my goodness sakes, you know, but God was speaking to me. Why? Because I inquired of him. And, uh, and so it's just, it's just if you seek him, you will find him. He's not that far. He's not that far. But anyway, that's where I was at last week. And, you know, and then I'm reading all this. and I say, oh, God, you're just confirming everything again. It says that David inquired of God again. And God said to him, you shall not go. Look, he it's not like he's changing his mind, but he said, you shall not go, but do this, you know. So God 
changed the strategy. God changed the strategy. Why? Because God knows best. God knows the enemy. He knows what he's going to do. He knows how he thinks, you know. So he so he changed the strategy. He told him, you shall not go after them, but circle around them, you know. You know, so you end up in the front of them, you know, and, and, he, and God, and this is God's plan. And it shall be that when, you know, that when you, um, it says they're in front, uh, sorry about that, that you come upon them in front of them by the mulberry trees. So you know, that mulberry trees, you know, there's all this all tall trees, you know, and, um, and when you come in front of those trees, this is the key. And it says in 15, and it shall be when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, you know, because sound echoes, sound will echo and the marching of the army that was coming. That was the whole thing. The army that, that was coming, they thought that they were going to be behind them or something. Guess what? They were already set up in front because, you know, even though they, 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 they were trying to be sneaky and, and attack again, guess what? God knew all that. God knew that. And he said, and it shall come to be that when you hear the sound of marching on top of the blueberry trees, then you shall go out in battle. For God has gone out before you. God has gone out before you. Before you even get to the, to the battle itself, guess who's already there? God. He's fighting for you, just like he was fighting for David. He was already there. There. You never fight alone. God is always in control. And then you shall go out into battle. For God has gone out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. So God had a purpose. God had a plan. You know, so God gave David a signal when to attack. You know, so David followed the orders of God. You know, David listened. David heard. And David moved out, you know, upon the word of the Lord. You know, it says then 16, so David did as God commanded. And they drove back the armies of the Philistines from uh, Kibron as far of, of Gezer. You know, so obeying the word of the Lord, David was able to drive the enemy away. Obeying, obeying. He listened, he heard, you know, and then he obeyed the Lord, you know. And that's another important thing. That it's not just good enough to hear. It's not good enough to hear what we got to do. We got to put some action in our feet. So David obey, you know, and when you look and when I, and I was looking at that word that, you know, to myself and I said, OK, David heard and David obey and he had the victory. And it took me back back to to first Samuel 15, 22. And it, and it says, so Samuel said. Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings, you know, you know, that, that he delights in, in offerings. He says, but what is better? What is better? He says, as obeying the voice of the Lord. And he says, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. To obey is better than sacrifice. You know, so we can we can do a lot of things for the kingdom of God. But if we're not obeying him. It's not worth anything. You know, you can go to church and you can clean and you can do this and you can do that. And that's all works. But he says, and you can make sacrifices and you can, you know, do whatever you need to do, like praising him and worshiping him. But if we don't obey, 
So it says to obey, and that's what and that's what David did. David heard, David listened, David moved out, and he obeyed the word of the Lord. And guess what? He had the victory. He had the victory. You know, and and it goes right into right into uh, seventeen. And it says, then the fame of David went out into all the land, and the Lord brought the fear of him upon the nations. You know, so when David, you know, when when David took over, when David was the king, God just elevated him. He elevated him to that position that just the name of David, because they knew David's God was behind David. David had a God that was supporting him. David had a God that will that will fight for him. You know, the Philistines, you know, they were all put in their places. You know, they were weakened. And, and, and they had no, there was no way that they can attack David again for a while. You know, so David's kingdom became the strongest empire, you know, of that day. You know, he became the strongest empire. That also means, and it says that, you know, that the, the, the Philistines were defeated, but they were not gone. That's an enemy that they will fight later on. They will come back later on. And that's why it's so important, and as we said earlier, that we always have to be ready. Just because... You won the battle today. That doesn't mean that you let your guard down. That doesn't mean that you know that you stop praying. That you, okay, I got what I needed. I'm good, you know. Because it is once that the battle is over that we we tend to relax a little bit. We let our guard down, and in the military we have learned never leave your guard down. Always be ready. Be ready to whatever comes your way. You know, when facing the battle situations. Whatever it is, either health issues, finances, children, family, and and so on, we got to do as David. Again, David inquired of God. He asked the Lord, you know. He and and I and and he heard him, you know. Number two, he he waited to hear his voice by prayer, by reading scripture. That's how God speaks to us, you know. As we pray, as we read scripture, as we hear a word of the Lord, you know, God speaks to us. So he waited to hear. You know, and he didn't, he didn't wait long. Right there was a prayer that he was doing, and it was a prayer of action. You know, so you know, you don't you don't sit back and 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 you know drink a cup of coffee while they're breaking your window down. You know, you don't do that. You don't do that. Come on, uh-uh. not in this house. Not in this house. I mean, I have everything in this house, but I do got a broom. I do got a pot. I do got a pan. You know what I mean? We got we're gonna rumble old school in my house. You know, rumble old school in my house. You know, so. So, you know, we can we cannot just hear and not do anything, but, you know, but and, and sit. But he waited to hear and then he took action. He took he moved upon what the Lord was saying. And that's what we need to do. We need to move upon the word of the Lord. And guess what? And then he fought the good fight. He fought the good fight, you know, and he won, you know, and that takes me right to to First uh, Timothy 612. It says it says they are fight the good fight of hate of faith. You know, hold on, you know, lay hold of eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. You know, to fight the good fight and fighting the good fight is making a choice, making a choice to pursue God, you know, uh, pursue God on a daily basis, you know, a life of faith. You know, and, and and this is a daily choice, you know, and a daily choice that, that we need to pursue God, that we need to seek him. And that's what this important thing about this particular chapter, that we pursue 
the Lord like David did, you know. And sometimes we'll get it. We might have an answer right away. Sometimes you won't. Sometimes you hear crickets. You hear the crickets, you know. You know, but it's all by faith. Just because you don't hear something, that doesn't mean nothing is happening. Because we serve a God that's never late. He's never late. Even though sometimes the, it looks like it's so dark. But you know what? The darker it gets, the closer the breakthrough is. You know, the darker it gets, the closer the breakthrough it is. And that's and that's and that's where our faith grows. That's when our faith, you know, is, is that, that, that that's the pressure cooker right there. You know, that we're waiting on God and we don't know what to do. And it's building up. And, you know, and you can sometimes even feel your heart and all the way up here. You know, you can feel your heart all the way up there because you don't have the answer. And we want an answer, you know, but God still has this. God still has this. You know, one of the things that, that, that you know, that I experienced in this weekend, you know, just spending that time with the Lord is that his presence, his presence can be overwhelming at times when we draw close to him. You know, scripture says, draw close to me and I will draw close to you. You know what? That works. When you are alone with the Lord and you remove all the distractions, you know, because that's one thing he showed me this week. And there's a lot of distractions, you know, you know, and, and, and uh, the other thing, and I share that with, you know, to certain people in my family, you know, uh, that, you know, the Lord was saying, saying, do you trust me? Do you love me enough to just trust me? You know what I mean? And that's a word that he gave me. But, you know, I'm just sharing that this morning that, you know, do you love him enough just to trust him? Just to hold on to that promise. Just hold on to that promise because the distractions are there. The distractions are there. You know, just like David was facing all these distractions, you know, and, and he got the enemy down. And guess what? The enemy rose up again, you know, and, and you, but you have to be ready. We have to be ready. And that's one of the things that we also learned here that we have to be ready in season and out of season, you know, and the most important thing on top of all things is that we inquire of God. Because when we seek him, he is there and he will strengthen us and he will give us what we need. He will give us direction in his word. He will give us comfort in his word. You know, he, he, he would just touch our hearts. You know, you know, when, when you can see, well, like for me this, this weekend, you know, we had, we, we, there were about 2,500 men out there, you know, and I want, and at one time we were all just on our own and it was like quiet. You know, when you have 2,500 men and it's quiet, you think something's wrong. I know that there were 2,500 women. Oh my God. It will be loud because everybody will be, you know, it will be loud, you know. But, you know, it was 2,500 men and you could hear a pin drop. You could hear a pin drop. And, every, and all these guys were just praying before the Lord. They were all in different spots. Nobody was with anybody. Everybody was alone. It was just an intimate time. And, and I said, wow, that's, that's God. When he can take all these men from all different places and they all humble themselves and they're all there. Some are sitting, some are laying down, some are weeping, some are, ju are just overwhelmed. You know, that's God. So, you know, if you inquire of him, you're going to find him. 
because he's there. He's not that far. Sometimes we may feel that he's far away, but he's, he's closer. He's closer than a brother. Come on. He's closer. He's right there with you. So I just want to encourage you, you know, to inquire of the Lord, to, you know, stay connected. You know, even though things may be hard, things may be difficulty, but you know what? I know, I know, I know that breakthrough is coming. I know that breakthrough is coming. Guess what? I ain't going to wait till the breakthrough get here before I start dancing. You know, I'm going to start dancing now. I'm going to start praising God now. I'm going to start thanking God now for the breakthrough, for the healing, for the restoration, for the peace, for the joy, for the comfort, for the deliverance, you know, for his mercy, you know, for for, for bringing laughter, you know, and and, and gladness into me because God wants you to be glad. Glad, God wants you. He He says, rejoice in the Lord always again. I say rejoice. If God wanted you sad, he wouldn't be telling you that. You know, he says, rejoice in the Lord. And that's rejoicing at all times. In the good and the bad. Yeah, sometimes in the, in the hard times, it's difficult. But guess what? Once you wipe the tears off, once you, you get over a little bit and you say, okay, I got, woo, I got my breath back. I got my breath back. Lord, I want to praise you. Because it's when we praise God like that. When we praise God in difficult times, that's when the breakthrough is there. That's when true at the spiritual warfare takes place. So God is with you, my brothers and sisters. I pray that you got something this morning. I had a good time uh, being back, you know, and 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 sharing this word with you. I want I want to shout out again to you know. I know I know I give her a lot of props, you know, to my my Sandra there, you know, because she she doesn't she doesn't realize it, but you know what? But she she she's a she's one of my pillars. You know what I mean? That kicks me in the butt every once in a while. I, I get all the time, but you know, but she does that. She does that, you know, and I and I and I do appreciate that because it just helps me alone. So you know, you know, I love you, love you all. You know, you know, keep your focus, keep your focus. You know, the best is yet to come. You know, you know, and God is on the move. So let me tell you, Cumberland County is moving. You know, we're having uh, friends and family this weekend, baptisms. Okay, Cumberland County, I, I need your support to help us set up the baptism this weekend. Come on, all. You know, we're going to be doing all that good stuff. You know, but God is going to move in a supernatural way. Get ready, get ready, get ready. The best is yet to come. Let us pray. Father God, I just thank you for this time. And thank you for everyone that is watching and listening. I pray, oh Lord God, that you would just be with us, Father God, as we move forward, as we go out in you, Father, for we will walk by faith and not by sight, Lord God. I thank you for every home, every family represented. I ask your blessings upon them, Lord God. Guide them, direct them, that they will have a, a good weekend, Father God, as we, Father God, rejoice today, Father, because today is the day that you have made, Father God. So, Lord, I thank you for them. Be with them, keep them, and guide them until we see each other again. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless, God bless, God bless. See each other soon. Come on, come on. God bless. Bye-bye.